Today's tech tip about the introduction to charge rate is brought to you by Volta Power Systems. Many Volta users, especially those who are just starting out, may wonder when they should charge their system's charge rate or what charge rate even means. If you've ever tripped a circuit breaker in your house, it means you're trying to pull more energy from an outlet than it's able to give. For example, if you're trying to use 20 amps of energy, but the outlet can only provide 15 amps, the breaker from shore power will trip and the electrical current will be cut off. When connected to shore power, your Volta system is just like an appliance. Adjusting your charge rate allows your system to accept the maximum amount of power from a shore power connection without tripping your shore power breakers. Depending on the shore power available, you can adjust your system's charge rate in 5 amp increments throughout your inverter settings. To avoid inhibiting shore charging, the charge rate should never be set to zero. Before setting your system to a higher charge rate, make sure that your shore power source can sustain that higher charge rate. For example, don't set your system to 50 amps if your amp service can only provide 30 amps. If you are plugged into a source that provides less than you're consuming, you will be in a deficit and eventually run out of energy when plugged in. Thanks for listening to Volta's Tip of the Week. At La Mesa RV, we love helping people discover new adventures in a Storyteller Overland. We offer the entire line of Storyteller Overland vans, classic, stealth, or beast. If you can't wait to get your hands on a Storyteller, give us a call at 800-496-8778 or check us out at LaMesaRV.com. We'll be glad to help get your name on a factory-fresh unit. With nine stores across the country, La Mesa RV is a proud Storyteller Overland dealer where we help you find the adventure in life. Welcome to another episode of Stone Nation, a production of Park Media. Before I introduce today's guest, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share, and leave a five-star review. And if you find this podcast useful in any way and want to pay us the ultimate compliment, head on over to our Patreon page where you can subscribe to be a classic, stealth, or beast mode subscriber. Before I begin today's episode, please note that there are curse words said in this episode. So if you're with children, now is the time to hit the pause button and resume at a later time when they're not in earshot. With that said, on this episode, Paul and Graham pinned me down and made me do an interview on myself against my will. Okay, I'm just joking. But on a serious note, today I'm the guest on Stonation. And I really enjoyed our conversation. We laughed a lot, we talked about mods, we talked about our dogs, and I hesitantly don't want to admit this, but I cried a little. I might have cried kind of a lot, but I'll let you be the judge of that. But most importantly, I opened up and shared some things about myself that I normally don't talk about. And lastly, I answer my own question. What does it mean for me to be part of this donation community? So grab a box of Kleenex, because you might need it. Sit back and enjoy today's episode. Okay, so do we do we do we do our introduction before we say hey way hey uh, welcome to Stone Nation? It's whatever you guys want. And then we toast, your, or do we toast guys. and then say welcome to Stone Nation? It's however you guys want. I don't know. I think we leave all of this in because this is part of the fun of making a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it is. <laughs> I think you're right. Okay, so shit. All right, so um, well here's here's to you know here's to the most interesting person in Stone Nation who is being interviewed today. 
by, you want to introduce yourself? By Graham Bertoft of Beast 13 and... Paul Pritz of Explore Life. Yes. There we so go. We are we are entering young, or interviewing, <laughs> I haven't even started drinking yet. Okay. <laughs> interviewing Young Wa. Yeah. So, today. Yeah. Young Wa, welcome to your own podcast. Yeah, welcome to your own podcast, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah and yeah, welcome yeah. to Stone Nation. Yeah, there we go. I don't think I'll ever ask anyone to be on the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, cheers. 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 Cheers to you. Cheers. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Wow, that was a lot. <laughs> Holy shit, Paul. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Anybody? I don't have hair on oh, my no, chest. I'm still but... enjoying oh, you're mine. still enjoying yours? Oh, you didn't down yeah. it in one? I did no, I couldn't. Oh. We all hey, you my want. mouth's not that big. Uh, I mean I'm full of hot air for yeah, sure, but my uh, mouth's not quite that big. Yeah. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I put it out there. I was just waiting. Oh, I was waiting for that. This is uh, no longer a family-friendly podcast. Yeah, yeah. So it isn't. Yeah. Um, you're you're going to have to uh, to post this one as a, hey, uh, go ahead and cover the kids' ears. For this yeah, one, right? earmuffs and earmuff podcast. Earmuffs. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, yeah. If you, you want to get to know me, this is it right this here. This is it, yeah. No okay. holds bar, right? No, no holds bar. No. Well, uh, yeah, so, you know, for those of you that don't know, Graham and I have both been uh, interviewed in the podcast by Young Wah, and mm -hmm. um, one of the things that, that we've both talked to her about is when are we eventually going to turn the tables on you. Yeah. And so this is this is it. This, this was the chance. It was brought about by just the way life works, and so Paul and I are just going to take advantage of it, and yeah, we're going to find out as much as we can about Young Wah. So take do, it easy. Do you want to oh, do yeah. the, why don't you start with the give the first question? So I guess one of the questions that, that I have is, um, you know, you've talked a lot about kind of how you got into uh, van life and whatnot, but really maybe give us a little bit more background than we, we kind of hear on some of the, the other podcasts. So how did you really get into van life and then um, get to where you are now with with your stow? OK, so. I actually started van life back in Seattle, uh, I want to say like around 2015-ish, and I did that for a year and a half. Or actually, I would say more like 2017. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, I did. I bought a Travato, but it was before the Volta was put into the system, so I had a generator and propane for the stove and for the furnace and whatnot. Um, and I did all stealth camping because um, I lived in Seattle, and mm -hmm. so I just, I had like five to eight spots and I would just kind of rotate yeah. um, and then on the weekends I was out always out in the woods either fly fishing hiking camping it doesn't matter um, so I did that for a year and a half and it was it was really good I saved a lot of money which was nice um, and then I ended up taking a job offer down in Austin and so I was I wanted to do the van life down in Austin but it's just too hot in the summer oh my gosh um <laughs> I would have killed the AC in, like, the first, like, two weeks trying to do van life down there. So, you know, I, I moved out of the van and got an apartment and the whole nine yards. Um, and then after that, uh, basically, long story short, I decided to do an early retirement. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I want to remember – I'm trying to remember when I produced the first podcast that I did because I produced other podcasts other than this. Yeah, right. But um, I want to say it was like 2019 was when I did the first podcast. And that was a really steep learning curve. And it yeah. was more just helping someone out. 
And then I did another one, and then it, it actually just ended up. I ended up being a consultant because what people would do is like I would get, I, I would launch them, mm-hmm. and then um, they would figure out how to do it after I basically showed them how to do it, and right. then they wouldn't want me to produce their podcast anymore because they knew how to do it. And <laughs> yep. I was like, okay, so I ended up just becoming like a launch right. pad for podcasts. Um, and then uh, you know, twenty twenty, the pandem- pandemic happened, and I was just like, hey, what else could happen in 2020 like what else worse can happen so I was just like well let me just call it quits and I retired because I didn't like my job and um yeah and then I was on the Facebook group like everyone else you know and everyone was so kind and so generous and I was just like I really want to figure out how to give back to the community and I was like well what are my skills like how can I give back and I thought because it hadn't been done before, doing a podcast and be able to actually like bring the community t- together, um, and being able to like kind of pseudo meet people, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, and then being able to now with the website, being able to help people find stuff in an organized manner mm-hmm. per se, versus like trying to like murder your computer doing <laughs> the search on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, like those are fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. like I search like pedal box and like. To- toilet paper pops up. I'm right, like, right, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right. right. Yeah. So, but um, but anyways, so it kind of just all grew from there. And um, I, my original plan was to do a world tour, mm-hmm. like probably like many others, right? And so since I was landlocked, second best thing was to do the van life in the states because I was actually gonna start off in New Zealand and then go to Australia, yeah, Southeast Asia, India, probably make my way up to Nepal because mm-hmm. I. I'm not going to climb Everest, but it would be cool to at least see it. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, and then I was, you know, go throughout the world and whatnot and then end up in Patagonia. And then after Patagonia, I was going to buy an RV and then do the van life after that. But um, obviously that didn't work out. And so yeah, right. I'm going in reverse order. Um, but yeah. And then I don't have a specific like end date. Mm-hmm. It's kind of indefinite. Um, I know you kind of know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i yeah. mean it's and that's like that's a lot of the reasons we've, we've talked about before like that's a lot of the reasons that we kind of got into it was you know we were traveling internationally a lot and then we we got landlocked because of the pandemic we were in a in an apartment and we were just like we have to get out and so we ended up starting to travel um and now we're now of course uh, michelle is starting to go well now we're landlocked even though we're traveling where are we going next mm-hmm. so it's, yeah. it's a lot of the same stuff yeah yeah and you just you you find ways to get around yeah you know? right um but so yeah and you know i don't have any regrets doing full-time because you know as most people know i've modded my van out to the point where no i don't know that everybody knows that you're full-time oh okay yeah i mean because yeah. i don't know that we've really talked about that that's, that's true. is that something that you want to talk about i mean what what, what was the decision to and I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you no, but no, it's okay. yeah you yeah. you're you know you're you're going down this path that maybe some viewers don't realize you're full time so why why full time what yeah. made you want to do that yeah so the biggest thing was just to get out and go adventure cuz I have the travel bug I I've always had um and the only way to really do it in a I don't want to say logical fashion but in the, like the most convenient fashion mm-hmm. right. would to be the van life. And so that's why I, I want to do it. And I do have like a personal goal. I do want to visit all the national parks in yeah. the United States. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so obviously the van life is totally equipped for that. 
Um, and then I love fly fishing. So in the summertime, you know, I love not having cell reception. I love just being out on the water and just having complete tranquility. Mm -hmm. it's you like, talked about that earlier. I, yeah. I was going to circle back to you on yeah. the fly fishing thing. Yeah, yeah it's definitely I'm my fascinated. news. I'm yeah, fascinated. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I tie my own flies. So like. Really? Yeah. So the boxes on top, the pelican boxes that mm -hmm. I have, yeah. is nothing but fly tying equipment. That's, you know. <laughs> Yeah. 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 If you haven't tied your own fly, it's yeah. an experience. Yeah. I've I, I've done I've done it. Yeah. So, so I, I haven't, but how did you get into in into tying your own fly? Um well so when I was in Seattle, um well, you know, I had a stressful job and whatnot, but mm -hmm. it just became like a therapeutic thing because right. mm -hmm. I would get home and like I'm a huge introvert and a lot of people don't know that. Like I have to have my Y dub time or it's just like I'm super cranky. Yeah, yeah. But um I don't know if people should know that. But anyways yeah. <laughs> You can edit that out later if you want to, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. um yeah, so but I found like having a glass or two or ten or five bottles, whatever, mm -hmm. by tying the flies was so relaxing. It is. And then it was like this small if you think of it like a, con a concerto, what, how do you say the... Concerto. Concerto, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it goes slow, and then it slowly crescendos mm -hmm. up into, you know, the main piece, right? Yeah. That's how I kind of view it. So it's a process. So you fly, you, you know, you tie your flies, and that in itself is, uh, you know... To me, it's intellectually stimulating because i got to figure out how to tie it. Right, right. i got to figure out what I'm going to tie and why I'm going to tie it. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, you know, and so I do that, and so you put all this work into it, and then you figure out when and where and what river you're going to fish, and you have to, like, read the water, and you have to figure out the flows, and you have to figure out, you know, what's biting and what's not, and, like, what kind of fly is going to, is most appropriate during that time uh, mm -hmm. of uh, season, and then you go and you finally do it, and then once you get that hit, it's, like, a huge ad adrenaline rush. You're like, oh my gosh, all that work and all that mm -hmm. just paid off, and you know, you catch this beautiful fish, and it's just like... With something you made. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. not only that, but, like, so, I, for those that don't know anything about fly fishing, the feathers come from other animals, mm -hmm. right? And so it's like this big circle, if you will, and um, so it's really weird because, like, this sounds so woo-woo, I'm probably going to edit all this out, but anyways, <laughs> you know, you you have another animal... To be able to catch an animal, and you're the proxy for it, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And so when that fish bites the line, that fish's energy is literally transferred to the rod and reel oh, wow. and to your yeah. arms and to everything else. And so when you land it, it's a whole culmination of, like, this full circle mm -hmm. of catching a fish. And so I think that's why fly fishermen mm -hmm. and women, um, when they fly fish, that's why they're so addicted to it, because they understand the process of it yeah um so at least for me that's what it is and then you know obviously catching the fish is like the highest crescendo and i'm just like ah you know i'm yeah. elated and then yeah. I, I let the fish go and then i'm like i gotta do it again <laughs> <laughs> and so i'll go but yeah um and uh you know i go fishing with buddies too and mm -hmm. i love doing that too um but uh and i'll tie flies for all my friends too so when I was in, you know, living out of Seattle, uh, you know, on the weekends, especially in summertime, I mean, I was always in in the Puget Sound fishing, or um, uh, up in the rivers. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's great. 
Yeah. So you're still doing that, obviously. Yes. Well, so, I haven't fly fished since I moved to Austin. Oh. Because in the wow. summer it's so hot, and there's How long only has that been, though? almost three years. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and because there's only one river in all of Texas that actually has native trout, but okay. you can't really fish in the summer because you'll stress the fish out too much. Yeah. And you'll actually kill them, and so you have okay. to fish kind of during the winter time. But I'm so you know I'm so busy at work. I yeah. can't even get a weekend off most times. Um, but uh, yeah, so I haven't gone fly fishing in like I want to say almost over three years. That sounds like a challenge, yeah. Paul. We need that to figure is. out how, they, how to get yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe it's a fly fishing meetup. Yeah, yeah. I, we 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 would we would absolutely wherever we fun. are we would come yeah. back for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's been longer than that since I fly fish. Mm-hmm. My my little brother and I actually took a fly fishing, uh, a, a, a fly tying class oh, together. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. And then we went with the class fishing on a big, you know, like week long mm-hmm. camping fishing yeah, yeah. Uh, flight. You know, it was it was a blast. We yeah. did it up in Mammoth Lake. This is years and years ago. But uh, yeah, I think it's been a, a bit longer for me. So yeah. I, I would be. I would definitely be game for that. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? It'd be I'd be interested to know how many, and maybe people can can comment mm-hmm. <clears throat> on the you know the the podcast. How many people would be interested in in getting together? How many other people are fly fishers yeah. mm-hmm. that are part of Stone yeah. Nation? Yeah. Absolutely. And would they be interested in in doing a meetup yeah. and and fly fishing together? Well, the yeah. only person I know of is Jason from Canyon Adventure Vans. Um, yeah, he's very passionate. Yeah. About it. But I know, like, from talking to some other people, like, so for us it wouldn't even just be the fly fishing. It would be the chance to get out and see parts of the country that mm-hmm. we don't normally go to. Yeah. Right. You know, and even, and it's been 20 years since I fly fished. The yeah. last time I did it was with my grandfather. Yeah. yeah. And so, but getting the chance to go out and do it and then be with other people, mm-hmm. other members of Stone Nation, especially. Yeah. Right. I think that would be a, a yeah. great thing to, to try fun. and do. Yeah. Something fun yeah. to do. I might do, I might do that. We'll see. Like, uh, maybe in Wyoming or Montana. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's a, maybe that's a 2022 to goal yeah 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 and then you, you didn't know you were going to get assigned homework did you <laughs> yeah we'll be we'll be following up with you on this well, later what you don't know is i'm yes. editing all this out and no one's going to hear yeah. anything we, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 the whole stonation right. is going to be holding you accountable for this uh-huh. yeah. 22 just, life goal yes just you know I, like i told you before we started this podcast it's going to be the introduction and then it's going to be the end yeah, it, it, is. it is people are going to see the, yeah. the toast we're drinking tequila and it's like hey thanks for coming yeah, yeah. bye and thanks for being a guest on your own podcast right uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. But, uh, oh, that would be good. I'm glad we're not in April because that would be, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be it. What is that sound? Hold on. Oh, the fan? Did you turn that off? I did not. Oh. Um, you can edit this part out. I put. I have the temperature sensor on. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I, don't, I thought I, it was your sink going. I was like, uh, no. Yeah, I was like, what not. is that? I'm going to open it back well, up real quick. Okay. Hold on. But um, actually, that's kind of a good thing. So for people who aren't familiar enough with it, we can, yeah. If you want to leave this in, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so we're so so for those of you that don't. Oh, we didn't even actually cover this. For those of you that don't know, you are in. You're in my van. Yeah, right. that's right. Because uh, of the wind. The, and yeah. yeah, the wind is is it's picking yeah. up. Yeah, you can probably hear it on my microphone just a little bit because I'm sitting yeah. in front of the window. Yeah. Um, so we've got you know a nice breeze outside, mm-hmm. but it's also too much yeah. breeze to. Yeah. In fact, we had to cancel your podcast a couple times because of the wind out in Moab. Yeah, it took, what, three tries, I think, to Mm -hmm. get it? Third time was a charm. Mm -hmm. So there is a, um, on the 2021 and newer, and of course Mm -hmm. we don't know 
what's coming on the 20. Right. I think we can assume this is probably on the 2022. I would think so. There is a, uh, the, the fans, the Max Airs, have a temperature sensor. Yeah. And you, you can push a, a button, mm-hmm. and it turns on at 78 degrees, and it starts venting the air. And mm-hmm. then when it gets below 78, which has been our goal, this has been our, our, <laughs> our goal know, right? all day, yeah. it's been yeah. warm the last yeah. few it's, days. It has been very yeah, warm. We yeah, we are in Sedona, Arizona right now, mm-hmm. which we also didn't yeah. cover. We're at, at the, the meetup. Yeah. At the meetup, the, meet the, the 2021 meetup. So, um, well, we were so excited about getting the chance to interview Young Wah that we just forgot all of that. You know, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did do like, where are we? <laughs> yeah. What are the? Yeah, so people are like, these people have been drinking way more than one shot of tequila. Yes. Okay, for the record, these two gentlemen, I love them to death, but they're so giddy to do this interview that I almost that's, canceled. That's, that's true. We, we were been, really excited. We've been bothering yeah. you for for three days. I've been bothering you about it for two weeks. Um, so yeah, but yeah. It, it's either way. It's yeah. it's great. It is no, good. But you know, the final reason why I decided to do this was just like one. It's it's different when you're interviewing, right? right? Because you and you have been a guest, so it's different when you're interviewing, right? Yeah. Right. And I felt that I couldn't ask someone else to be on the podcast mm-hmm. if I can't do it myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that, I think that was my argument, wasn't it? Why You're like, no, that, I don't get to. <laughs> and I said, well, wait a minute. <laughs> fair Hold is on. fair, right? Yeah, fair yeah, is fair. Fair, fair. Uh, fair is fair. But no, I, I, it, was a, it, it sounded really good at the time, and I may have had a glass of wine or two. Um, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, well, I mean, M- Michelle and I did have to to do a little bit of a pre uh, pre was that uh, uh, pre gaming just a, just a little bit before yeah. ours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so did you? Just just a very little. <laughs> I went bit. in cold turkey. I went in cold turkey to mine. Yeah. I think no. I was super. I couldn't stop smiling. I was just yeah. smiling the entire time. But you did nervous. a great job, Paul. Well, yeah, so. it was we were, fun. So we were in front of an audience, so it was a little bit different. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And they had Q and A. Yeah, Q&A yeah. Q&A. yeah. But yeah. no, it's like so. Uh, uh, on behalf of Stone Nation and Paul and myself, yeah, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I know we're kind of mid podcast, but still, um, w- I think we really appreciate it because getting a chance to find out more about you and everything is just really, really cool. Yeah, it's fun. Oh. So, so I don't know why, but okay, thank you. Well, let me, <laughs> well so so let's let's go back to it. it yeah, l- like, yeah, let me ask a quick question. Yeah. So you know something that that pe- so tell us a little bit about you. Like yeah. where where were you born? Where did you grow up? Like where did okay. you go to school? Um, you know, uh, what, uh, tell so, us a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. You can edit Wong. this out later if you don't yes. want to. <laughs> yeah. No pressure. We did give, we did give, just for the record, we did give full editing privileges. That, yes. is, that is true. Yeah. That yes, is true. thank so. you for giving that to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not like we had a choice, but it sounded really good, right? Yeah. I, let's do another shot real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You're, are you serious? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Hold on. Uh, so, we're going to take, we're going to take a, take a second here. You're all good. I got you. So I think whoever's watching the YouTube version is gonna get a kick out of this, yeah. and I actually yeah. oh, might. So yeah, makes yeah absolutely. Oh, a, uh, yeah, Wendell. Tell you ride. Thank yeah. you, Wendell. Yeah, thank you, Wendell. Oh, yeah. This, you this probably can't be heard because of the mic, but. Oh, uh, here, so here. yeah, thank you, Wendell. <laughs> this is a Telluride Distilling Company tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to Telluride Distilling Company. Shout out to Wendell. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, this is an, a, a, actually a really good, yeah, yeah, it's good. tequila. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm more of a tequila sipper. So now you're a shot taker. Right. What what? <laughs> right, right. But uh Yeah, are, uh, Wendell didn't even know that he was going to be a part of this. Yeah. He didn't know he was going to help make this happen. No, yeah. Um, this is actually what Wendell's I, such a good guy. This is Him what I like Susan. to call a cowboy yeah. chew. 
Um, hold on, which one was mine? There you go. There you so go. that's a cowboy chew. Hold on. What does that this mean? Uh, it's that's a larger shot. You son of a. Bitch. No, no, it's not larger than the last one. <laughs> it is the same size. But what? Yeah. So yeah, anything. Uh, any I call anything over. I call anything over an, an ounce. Yes. Hey, wait a minute. Ah. <laughs> All right. We'll right. we'll cheer you. Cheer you. So now I get to embarrass myself. Again. Yes. Okay, that's still a big shot. I don't care what yeah, you say. Yeah, this was or you put. You, yeah, you poured that whole thing in there. <coughs> I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have hair on my chest after Hold this. Oh. Okay. Mm. All right. Oh, okay. Good. There we go. All right. Oh. So now I, that I you're, don't, you're three shots in, who is Young Ma? Yeah. This so, is your so where were you born? What's you know? I was okay. So I was born in Seoul, Korea, and um, oh. I was I'm, I was adopted. Okay. When I was three, and um, long story short. So I don't know my biological parents because I wasn't born in a hospital. So like I was literally abandoned in Seoul train station. Oh, so it's oh, wow. it's like literally if you just minding your own business going through a train station or an airport, oh. it doesn't matter. It's like you see this little kid, baby, like newborn, with no parents around. And I lucked out because um, the organization is called WACAP, uh, Washington something Korean uh, Adoption Program or whatever it's called. Um, the director actually was finishing, uh, uh, another adoption and she's the one that actually found me. So I got caught up in that program. And so I stayed in the foster program and, um, or the orphanages in Korea for three years. And then I actually had heart surgery. Um, and then after the surgery, I was adoptable. So, <laughs> and then I was adopted and I grew up in Washington and, um, I went to Washington State University. Go Cougs! Nice. Um, yeah, so uh, I went during the... Uh, well, Blood, Drew Bledsoe had it technically already graduated, but I actually graduated high school with um, his younger brother, uh, Adam Bledsoe, and his father was actually my favorite teacher in high school, and so his father, Drew Bledsoe's... Tequila's kicking in. <laughs> yeah, tequila, Drew Bledsoe's yeah, for sure. uh, uh, father was actually one of my favorite teachers. And what was ironic about it is that, you know, I'm high school and, like, whatever. Um, yeah. Didn't know anything about football. Didn't care about football. And uh, Drew Bledsoe's senior year, he actually came down and talked to the class. And, you know, all the guys on the football team were like, oh, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm just, you know they handed out these cards and he signed it and you could like take a picture and stuff. And I had a, uh, autographed Drew Bledsoe, uh, base football card. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't need this. And I just threw it at the bottom of my locker <laughs> and didn't care. And then, you know, so what's that, what's that worth today? Nothing. Cause it's in the garbage <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> what would it be worth if you still had it? Oh, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. The van. Uh, yeah. What, I mean, with the yeah, picture, at least half a van. Yeah. With the picture of me and him with the card. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not into that kind of stuff. So I have no idea. You, you guys told me, but, yeah. um, but anyways, yeah. So, uh, you know, anyways, so when I went to college, we had Ryan Leaf who at the time was a good QB and, um, uh, yeah, and then he, but then kind of after that, like, the program fell apart and whatnot, mm -hmm. but, but yeah, so anyways, um, and then, yeah, uh, I don't know how far and now back we're here. you want to, you want me no, to go? No, that's, that's good, I was just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's actually, you know what, that's, that's fascinating, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that, did you? I had no idea no about idea. it. No idea, yeah. 
No. Yeah. So another fun fact: when I was at WSU, I was a walk-on for the women's basketball team, and I actually made it. Now wait a minute. I'm five foot one. That's that was my next question: (laughs) is what is the? So okay. So super long story short, one of my best friends in college, Kathy, she was actually the star of the women's basketball team. Now I'm going to caveat this and 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 say up front that the women's basketball team at WSU is the worst. Or was I don't know. Was, was. I don't know what it is now these days because well, I don't follow it. Five, if all their players are five one, I'd... <laughs> yeah, and, and we, we want we, we don't want them to just immediately go yeah. no. Okay, no. first of all, I shouldn't be. Well, I shouldn't be. I should caveat this. I'm six three, and yeah. and okay, Yago's so... five one, and I that's what that was what, that was my look of of surprise. Wait a minute, basketball? Okay, you know I don't even play basketball. <laughs> Listen, I got moves you don't you've never seen. So no, I'm that just does not surprise us at all. That sounds like that a challenge. That is actually. <laughs> not, that's what we were looking for. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. is what we wanted there we on go. this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. There Absolutely. it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's funny. Well, what's interesting is because I was I was played the center. No, I'm just joking. I was the point guard. <laughs> but the point guard, the starting point guard, she um, actually won. Uh, she was 5'2", and she won Oregon State's um, high school player of the year. So she, and she was five two. So that, my point is that as long as you're quick and you know mm-hmm. how to like lead the floor and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you can pass and whatever and dribble, like it really doesn't matter. Because when I was growing up, Spud Webb was my ultimate. Well, other than Michael Jordan, was like my ultimate hero because he was the shortest NBA player at the time that I had ever played, and he could dunk. And I was mm-hmm. just like, "Whoa, who is this dude?" So can Youngwa dunk? Um. Yes. That wasn't a no. no. What? <laughs> well, I was. I mean, what's the tequila's kicking in? Yeah. I'm like, I'm buying it. I'm like, really? Okay, so Let's see it. I mean, this is like 20 plus years ago, but I went on a program that my friend Kathy was on because she had a vertical of like, I want to say it was almost in the 40s. It was mm-hmm. at least 38 inch vertical, wow. and so like, they found out that. With a little strength training, I could. I also had a vertical, mm-hmm. and so I ended up having um, a thirty-six inch vertical, and so I could touch the backboard, mm-hmm. so, yeah, and I so, could touch so, the net. So, for people that don't know what a like what a thirty-six inch vertical is, can mm-hmm. you? Yeah. What's so that mean? you take a measuring tape and no, it's basically like I had hops. <laughs> is basically what it amounted to. So you could spring. You had springs in your legs. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and and so that's so that is you could jump. 36 inches mm-hmm. high like vertical, vertically like just straight without up and down. without any running effort exactly. at all yeah okay mm-hmm. so like when i actually ran like i could touch the backboard um, wow. i could touch the net um but the problem was is that i'm really i'm really Right, right now. Yeah. I don't know if she's bullshitting I'm, us or not, but yeah, I'm pretty I'm, sure. I'm trying. I'm, yes. yeah, this is I'm not super a fish tail. Yeah. yeah, I swear to God, this yeah. is not. I mean, a, she is a, a fisher. Fish she is yeah. a fisherwoman. Yes. So yes, I that's, that's yes. true. We were waiting for <laughs> the yes, best fisher yes. tail. So yeah. yeah. No, but um, the problem was that I jumped so high that landing became an issue, and so a lot of people that have like you know really good verticals, it's mm-hmm. the landing part that really injures you, and so that's mm. what happened. Right. Um, because like you know. You jump and then you, you know, traject X amount of feet or whatever, and then you come down with more force. And when mm. you jumped up, mm-hmm. right? And then, like one time, I jumped on someone's foot or landed on someone's foot, and like I sprained it really bad. Yeah. But the, for, so first of all, I just want to make it clear that I never got I got zero playtime. I was I was not on a traveling team. All I was a person on the home games that sat on the very end. Yeah. That 
always wore like the full jacket mm-hmm. uniform because I never played, and you know I was always like the high fiver. But so. you know what? You were on the team, and <laughs> you were you know, on the team. There's, that was, there's, that was it, there's better a, than I did. Yeah. yeah, there's a select amount of people who were on the team. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was somewhere in the stands, normally with a big brass horn in my face. So oh. you were on the team. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so. but I mean it. I will say that there was some benefits of being a student athlete because, mm-hmm. like, when the so after or excuse me, preseason when the coaches make their cut. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they still do this, but they put out the list of the student athletes for that sport. Yeah. And so when um the professors found out I was on the team, I got treated differently. It was mm-hmm. r- and I'm not even I'm a nobody on the team. I f- I honestly felt like the coach felt bad for me, and was like. Okay, we're just gonna let her slide. We'll give her a uniform and we'll just put her on the roster, and she's not gonna do anything. I think they were just trying to help me out, kind of. Anyways, but the the professor was treating me completely different, and it was so weird. And like, I had access to the student athlete, you know, gym and cafeteria mm-hmm. and like oh. all this stuff, like the football yeah. players. Yeah. So like, I was. Right pumping weights with like ryan leaf and like all this other stuff and it was yeah. just it was really weird um but i honestly i don't want to get into it but um with the different treatment how student athletes are mm-hmm. you know treated on campus but anyways the point is is that i was i was a walk-on i had zero play time i wasn't on the traveling team at all there wasn't even a like the coach wasn't like hey how would you feel to be on the traveling team there was nothing <laughs> of that nature right. like out of like the eighteen plus, yeah, eighteen girls. Like I was number eighteen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, but anyways. Still, so you 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 walked onto a, like, you at at five foot two walked onto a collegiate basketball a, 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 a division one <laughs> basketball yeah. team. Yeah. Which I mean, there's 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 a lot of people who wish they even had that experience. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, good, my, yeah, good for you for, for sticking that's it amazing. out. That's amazing. You know? That's a, yeah. yeah. My, uh, honestly, my only saving grace is that I could probably uh, drain some J's, and I was a decent passer, and mm-hmm. that was it. So, But, I mean, I was f- uh, that Talk about being fit. That was mm-hmm. the most fit I've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I could go back in time, I would go back there. I think a lot of us. <laughs> I think a lot of us yeah. would. Yes, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. I, I can I can echo that sentiment. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. But. So, how did you? How did we get to? If if you don't mind me asking, how did we get from there to Seattle? Okay, so um, I like. Can we can we can we recognize the elephant in the room? Oh, Max. Oh yeah. I don't uh, know if he can be seen on camera. I don't know if he can be seen on camera. Sorry. Um, Max is making Mad, an appearance. Mad Max is, has made an appearance. Yes. Oh, he's so sweet. And yeah. he he is Aww. he is the Stone Nation dog. I think. Yes. No, yeah. Kimchi is. Yeah. Kim, okay. Kimchi is definitely Stone Nation. For this episode, for this can... episode, yeah. he's the Stone Nation dog. <laughs> yeah. And he is he is a sixty five pound catahoula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brown and black catahoula. He's so and, sweet. Um, he is very sweet. He desperately he wants to know why there's three people in here. He has, yeah. He has. He has sat there long enough without yeah. getting attention yeah. and has decided to make his presence known. So, um, Max, go to your home. Go on. Yeah. Good job, buddy. And he's such a well-trained dog. He is. Yeah. I'm impressed. Leave it. Leave it. Go to your home. <laughs> he's like, Aw. Thank you. Yeah. I know. I hate doing that. I have to go hide under the bed. He's, yeah. <laughs> so so Max's home is is under under the the Murphy bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in mine. Oh, he's, oh. yeah. He, he, he he's, heard his name. He's like, he's what? Over it. what's that, Dad? Yeah, what? I know, right? Yeah. Somebody said my name. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I already fed you. You're good. Go to your home. But you know, there's there's a lot of people who have who who like in their in their vans, their dog is, stays, you know, kind of in that garage area. Yeah. Um, like we we've got Riley, who's just a little like twenty pound mutt. Yeah. And so he stays up here, but like for for you and, and yours, where does Kimchi normally stay in your van? Yeah. yeah, I don't have a crate or anything. So when he's clean, he's mm-hmm. he can be on the bed and he sleeps oh, with me. Nice. When he's not clean, like right now, uh-huh. he sleeps on the floor. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't have a crate or anything. Yeah. Um, since I got that new GSS system, there's like literally no room. Yeah. But I have found like with this the CSS when I put the seat up. Mm-hmm. It creates like this little cubby for him, yeah. so he'll crawl underneath that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I don't crate so, him or anything. So, um, for those that don't know, Kimchi A, how did you name Kimchi? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think a lot of us already know the yeah. the answer to this question. <laughs> B, what kind of dog is Kimchi? Okay, mm-hmm. you know, size, weight, all yeah. of that, and then maybe you can put a picture in the podcast. Yeah. You can yeah, put a picture, okay. like you can, yeah. right now you can cover us and yeah. put a nice yeah. picture yeah. of kimchi. And okay. those of you who haven't met kimchi, kimchi is just a fantastic. Kimchi well, he, is awesome. He has yes. his own Instagram page, which has, oh. which has more followers than me, <laughs> Stonation combined, I think. So. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So Okay. So we, we need to get all those people off the kimchi page and onto the yeah. Stonation page too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, no. So to answer your question, um, he's a blue healer. He actually just turned one on the 13th. So this is, we're oh. recording on the May 15th right now. So he just had his one year. Yeah. Uh, now he's small. Thing. He is because he had, uh, he has a sensitive stomach. So long story short, he doesn't assimilate protein very well. Okay. And so that's why he's smaller because there's another person. I but think he, it's your he, friend that has, uh, the regular size blue healer, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. My, yeah. My brother-in-law has one and yeah. then there's, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, the other yes, yes. Yeah. So kimchi's Phil. last time you're I, talking about Phil. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're the, yeah they're they're awesome dogs. So um, kimchi's a little smaller than, but he he but thinks he's he's perfectly, he thinks he's bigger than Max. He thinks he's yeah. I mean Max he is plays like, sixty five mm-hmm. pounds. Yeah, yes, yeah. and he jumps over Max <laughs> and tries to herd him, yeah. which is fantastic <laughs> because they're both herding yeah. dogs. Mm-hmm. It's, they well, have a lot of fun because he had. Uh, you know, the protein issue when he was younger, he's always been super small. And I took him to puppy classes and puppy daycare. Right. Um, you know, in Austin. And so all the puppies were bigger than him. So mm-hmm. he just plays like a bigger dog. Yep. Um, which I don't really mind because yeah. I like it when he sticks up for himself. Yeah. Um, so, but anyways, uh, yeah. So I think the last time we weighed him was when I neutered him, and he was at a whopping twenty eight pounds. Oh, so wow. I guess he he's probably like around thirty two to thirty five if I if yeah. I had to put money yeah. on it. Yeah. Wow. So. And he yeah he uh the Max and Kimchi just so you know mm-hmm. they're besties. They are. Yeah. They, they are, are besties. Yeah. They yeah. Yeah. As soon as Kimchi aggravated. It was like it was like a kibble commercial as two dogs just like reunited. Yeah. yeah they like, did. Oh, they're yeah. like, I haven't seen you since Moab. This is the best. Yeah, like, it was almost like all of us that haven't seen each other since mm-hmm. Moab. Yeah. yeah, that's there, but, there was a lot of yeah. That. There was more tail wagging. Yeah, yeah it was <laughs> yeah. a lot of sniffing of bugs. Yes, yes, yeah. We did. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. yeah we, we try not to do that in yeah. Stonation. I think it's time Wait, for another. You don't know about Stonation. Yes, all right, hold on. We're gonna, all right. Oh, we're doing oh, another oh, we're, one. We're, we really are doing it again. Oh wow. Oh, okay, here we go. Okay, smaller this time. 
and then I'm done. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, right. sure. Right, and Bridget's going to do the tequila tasting, so you know we're doing that. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just do regular uh, shots. Yeah, I am. How I about am. that? Okay. Yeah. That's okay. one ounce pour. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. No, that, that goes to... Your glass. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, yes, sorry. Yes. There we go. Look at that. Oh. Everyone gets Y-dub kim, uh, cooties. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. You know what? We are yeah. all besties, or we wouldn't be doing yeah, this. this. That's right. true. This is true. No. Yeah. You guys yeah, are like family. I'm yeah. just going to say that up front. We are, we are yeah. confident. I'm, g- I'm good with this. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Cheers. 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 There we go. All right. Asshole. <laughs> oh, it's good. So it's good. When I agreed to come out here. All right, that's the last one. Michelle was Listen, wor- you're holding my hair back tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, if you're watching this, he's holding my hair back tonight. I'm just saying. I, it may be the other way around. <laughs> <sighs> so when we'll I when I agreed to come out to this, my wife, Michelle, was was more concerned about another individual who's not here, Brant. And she was not concerned about me hanging around with you two. So now I won't be allowed to come back out without her again. Well, we just need to make sure she doesn't see this. Ah, yeah. So, Michelle, if you're you're watching, turn away. (laughs) Turn away a long time ago. You know I love you. (laughs) I love Graham. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Well, kimchi, Mrs. Riley. No, probably not because, yeah. Yeah. Riley decided to pee on everything in Moab. So, oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Everything that everything that left Moab had Riley pee on it. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's got to christen. You know, he's got to do yeah. his job. So. You know what? Well, he's just protecting. Yeah, you know that's that's all <laughs> it is. He's marking his yeah, marking exactly. his territory. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he has competition. He do- there was there was some serious competition there. Yeah. yeah How I, many well, dogs? Did anybody count oh, the dogs? Geez, I'm I, fairly certain there were more dogs than we definitely had a wolf pack. It was, it was, it was cool. yes, we did. Nice, nicely done. Appreciate yeah. it. Definitely had a wolf pack. Yeah. Well, it was and it was kind of funny too. I know we we all kind of remarked on it. Like as soon as the van started opening up, the dogs were the first ones to go out and say, "Hey, hi, I'm yeah. here." It wasn't yeah. even the people. Yeah. No. I don't know. Yeah. Did you guys see Max? Max every morning I'd let him out, and he would go from van. To van, <laughs> to van, greeting everybody uh-huh. and and just saying hi, good morning, it's me. I would hear everybody. I would hear. I was sitting here working in uh-huh. the van, and I would hear everybody say, "Good morning, Max," and, and I'd see his little butt wiggling, yeah. and, and he's excited. <laughs> well, and he has the cutest little butt. He does. He does. Tail. The tail is oh. the Catahoula tails are are yeah. just so awesome. Yeah. yeah, they are. So he, yeah, he so he just went all the mm-hmm. way around, and some people gave him food, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that was like he figured this out. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's yeah, smart. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. First, I can just do this every morning after <laughs> breakfast. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, kimchi did too. He was the same way. I saw kimchi come over. Yeah, because yeah. kimchi got some grub from from me as well. Yeah, Maybe yeah. he yeah. might have got a piece of bacon. Yes. You, no, I'm just joking. No, very That's small. Yeah. Very, very, very no, small. Cool. Yes. Yeah, he's very food driven. I don't know yes. about Max, but he's so food driven. Uh, oh, I yeah. yeah. Max and, and him, I think there's a food competition yeah. mm-hmm. drive. Well Cata- aren't they herding dogs too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so Catahoulas are I mean we shouldn't be really going off on this tangent, but Catahoulas are the state dog of Louisiana. They're actually, oh, okay, okay, okay. they are, yeah. uh, they're not an officially recognized AKC brand. So you don't need to remind me of that. Anybody on this <laughs> nation? All right. Uh, you can only you imagine know. the comments. Yeah, the comments. Yeah. Oh, that's not a real, mm-hmm. not a real dog. Yeah. yeah, it is a real dog. He's just not recognized yet. Yet. <laughs> um, so uh, he will have his day in the sun. I mm-hmm. feel it's, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's he's been slighted a little bit, but uh, <laughs> the Catahoulas are are were raised and bred for um, herding pigs. They've got giant web feet, um, so they could run through swamps and marshes and mud, mm-hmm. um, so they can stay on top of it. But they are pack dogs. They are you know they they weren't designed to be. They weren't bred to be solo dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he does struggle with yeah. that. And, you know, uh, social interaction, he craves that yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. And so we, we tr- you know, we try to do the best we can with that. But, uh, you know, we just, we can't manage to... Mm-hmm. Two sixty-five yeah. pound dogs. I'm sorry, not, oh, no. not in not in the van. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know people are doing it. Yeah, well, um, I'm, Bridget does it. Yes, yeah. I know. I mean, it's it's over my threshold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm. She's, God bless her. I can't. Yeah. I can't yeah. go there. But so. her dogs are really sweet too. They, they are. They're yeah, really they're less. Sweet. Yeah, they're, they're less really, energy. They're yeah. Really calm. Yeah. 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 But uh, well, to get back to answering your question about kimchi. So yeah. long story short, I have a super dry. Um, sense of humor like to the point where people don't understand my sarcasm Mm -hmm. so that being said i had another blue healer previously when i lived in seattle um i'm not going to go into it but he passed away but his name was gogi and for those that don't that don't know the korean language gogi literally translate in God, the tequila's the tequila's kicking in. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. Yeah, it literally translates. Yes, into meat. So like bulgogi, kegogi, you know. And I thought it was just hilarious because Koreans were known to eat dog back in the 60s, Mm -hmm. 70s, and 80s. So well, that's I, actually oh, kind of awful. Wow. That just clicked for me. It yeah, took, it took a minute. It took, it took I'm like, like wait five, a minute. Why are you? Why oh. would you call your dog meat? Oh, like I said, it's my dry sense of humor. That's pretty. Actually, that's pretty awesome. If you want to know me, donation, I, yeah, here I kinda, it is. I kinda, I kinda okay. Like that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, I, I yeah, 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 that's, I get it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's oh good. my gosh. Anyways, uh, but uh, yeah, so. You know, it's funny because I call myself a Twinkie because I was adopted. So my adopted parents are, I don't know the PC term, but they were white. Yeah. So I grew up as culturally, like nature versus nurture kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I call myself a Twinkie. Yeah. You know, yellow I, on the I know. outside. I, yeah, I grew up side. in Southern California, okay. yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, they, so, yeah, they called themselves, My a lot of my friends called themselves, or uh, their friends called themselves banana. Bananas, yeah. yeah, I prefer Twinkie. Mm. Yeah, the, I, look, maybe you can edit this shelf part life, out. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm not going to edit this part the, yeah, out. The yeah, shelf this is, life on yeah. a Twinkie is phenomenal. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah true. that's true. That's true. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, uh, what is the shelf life now? Um, I don't think they figured it out. It's right? actually an urban myth that they can, the shelf life of a Twinkie is like 20 whatever years. It's actually only like six months, but... Anyways. Yeah, I, I don't know about well, everybody else. At least the ones that are made now. I bet you the ones that mm. were made when we were kids. That's true. Oh yeah, we were yeah. probably. You could probably eating. still eat one yeah. of those. Well, wasn't it? Wasn't it like for a long time? And before the, the FDA got correctly. involved, yeah. But wasn't it for a long time? You could go to the old Twinkie factory, and they still had the filling like in the pipes, and you could go and actually drink the filling out. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I've never heard that. I'm pretty sure that's I crazy heard that. talk. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is coming from me, and we've already discussed the fact that <laughs> so that's not a surprise. That's. But I I'm would never sure in a million that. years. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I, I don't. I mean, there's nothing about a Twinkie, a Twinkie that you eat that is natural. Yeah, that is. That's sure. true. Everything so, is super artificial. Yeah. 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 Anyways. That was a weird transition. God bless the, God bless the Twinkie. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. Only the tequila would make us talk, talk about, about Twinkies. Twinkies. How did we get in? How did we get into Twinkie talk? I got to. I got to steer this back to Young Wall. I'm yeah. not going to edit. 
anything. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I'm. 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 You know what? I'm going to go back. I'm taking the wheel. I'm taking the wheel. I'm going to go back and edit this, and I'm just going to laugh my ass off. Yeah. Yeah. We. We should. We. You should edit this tomorrow, so Paul and I can do it. Like, can watch over your shoulder and go. No, no. Keep that. Keep that. Keep that. Yeah. I. I mean, for those of you that don't. I mean, look at what have we done? Three shots. Like. Well, well, I also drank before this. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you did. You were yeah. trying to loosen up a little bit. I yeah. was good. I was drinking water all I, yeah, day. Yeah, I've been on water all day as well. Uh, yeah. For those of you that can't see off camera, there is half a bottle of tequila gone at this point. Mm -hmm. There is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fact. So there were yeah so three fact. three cowboy chews. Does, as, does as that I mean like we have a life goal yes. to to kill the bottle by the end of the podcast? Oh gosh, no. I hate you, Graham. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, you'll be holding my hair too, Graham. Yes. Even Max is looking at me. Yeah. Like, Don't yeah. you're, gonna have to, yeah. you're gonna have to answer to Kimchi yeah. and Meredith. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Meredith would not think. You think this Michelle's is funny at all. an issue? Oh yeah. 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 No. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. But anyways, yeah. but um, yeah. No. Well, to get back on track, like that's Kimchi. Mm -hmm. So, you know, right. it took me a long time after Gogi's death to. You know, yeah. To get back in a position, have another yeah. dog, and right. since I did, you know, I was going into van life. I was like, you, you, I feel like that's a staple of van life, mm -hmm. especially being solo. You have to have some type of company. You have to have something else, yeah. And he's great because he's super protective, mm -hmm. and so he serves as like yeah, an early warning. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, and I have a so I trained him in Korean, but I'm not going to say the word. But anyways, I trained him to where if. I feel threatened. Mm -hmm. I'll say one word and he just loses it. Yeah. And he'll, he hasn't, I don't, I don't know if he'll bite someone, but <clears throat> he will definitely bark yeah. the bark. He, yeah. he protects who's most important to him. Yeah. You. That's right. He's, yeah, yeah. you, you are his pack and that's, yeah. you know, Max yeah. is the same way. Yeah. 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 Meredith has been out a few times, you know, walking Max. And, um, if, and, and Max actually has almost a, like a sixth sense, mm -hmm. if, you know. Dogs do. Dogs do. Yeah, he. Dogs yeah, do. if he yeah. if he comes up, yeah. And I, I've noticed kimchi does the same thing. Mm -hmm. If he's like, if you look sketchy, at hold on, any yeah, second. I'm looking down. <laughs> I'm looking down at you, man. Like you yeah. know, hey, wait a minute. Um, yeah. yeah, Max will. You know, the hair will stand up on his back. Yeah. And uh, if somebody tries to approach, you know, approach her, mm -hmm. and it's more her than me. Like he, he yeah. Like he's like you're you're on your own. Yep. With me. Right. Um, same but way with me. With Meredith, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. he'll he'll get very protective. Yeah. Good. And he, yes. you know, he starts looking down, and, and you can, you know, if somebody comes close. His bark, you've heard his bark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. yeah, he sounds like five times his size. Like, I it's terrifying. Mess with him at yeah, all. I know. A lot of people are are very taken off. Like yeah. the mailman is terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I get it. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. great that you've trained Kimchi to do that. Yeah. And that's yeah. you know, that you have that, you know, companionship. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it, you know, um, what was the time frame between Goji and Kimchi? Did I say it right? Goji. Goji. It's gogi. gogi. So gogi. just think of like bulgogi. Yes. Like I don't know if you've ever had like Korean food, but like oh, yeah. bulgogi is probably like yeah. the most famous. Uh, Korean barbecue is my favorite. Yeah, exactly. Like one of my favorites. Yeah. Yes. So anyways, um, um, I wanted, it took me a long time to get over gogi. Um, yeah. I think it takes everybody a long time yeah. to, to get I'm trying over. not to cry right now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes everybody. About four years between. Yeah. It takes me yeah. It takes yeah. me quite a while. It, it took us about two. I would say, so when Gogi passed, so I'm, I don't want to get into details, but basically yeah. Gogi passed when I moved from um, Seattle to Austin because I still had the Travato and I drove the entire 101 and Highway 1 down. 
and my sister lives in Tucson, but anyways, so I, you know, I hit Tucson, um, and then from Tucson to Austin, um, is when he passed away, uh, and so I would say it took, like, a solid two years for Mm -hmm. me to be able to get another dog, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was really heartbroken. Yeah. And, like, moving to a new city, not knowing anyone, and, like, working, you know, I'm not even going to talk about work, but, but. But basically, like, working all the time, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I didn't have time. Well, I mean, I will always make time for a dog, but at the, but since I didn't have a dog, you know, it's kind of like, I, I didn't have anything else yeah, to do. Yeah, for, for, for us, I think what you're trying to kind of say is, like, for us, and maybe it was like this for you too, Paul, like, when it when you when you you, you lose, and this is starting to get little, but anyway, yeah. when, you, when you lose a dog, then you, first you go kind of through that recovery period. Then you kind of lose yourself and everything else that you're doing to the point that you almost intentionally don't make time and don't actively force yourself to go, right. I need... You just have to I distract need, yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, you distract yourself. That's become a and member of fa- your family. They yeah, are family. And it is your family. You know, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, I will say being a, a solo female, yeah. you know, van lifer, like... Sorry. Um, you know, your Gogi was like my. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Anyways, it's good. But like he's family. Yeah, you know? right. Right. And so yeah. like losing him was like a really big deal. So, anyways. Nope, we understand. You can edit this out. Yeah, absolutely. But uh. Oh, thank you. I had him out earlier and then I threw him away. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking I'm not going to need these because we're not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> we went there. We went there. I should have had these right here. She would have seen him, though, and would have been like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but no, like, you know, just talking among, amongst right. friends and stuff, yeah. like, you know, I mean, like, just think if you lost Riley. Yeah. You know? Oh. Or think I, if you lost Max. It's, yeah. oh, it's the I would same be, thing. I would, yeah. So I, I mean, for me, yeah. you know, I'd be devastated. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, Max is, you know, Max is one of my... I consider him part of my family. He's yeah. he's a member of my family, yeah. mm-hmm. and I I don't know that I would feel you know, uh, you know, it, 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 yeah, I, it would be it's, terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's I I just I, I'd rather not think about it. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should move on to more. more yeah, let's move topic. on to something a little happier and a little funner. So, <laughs> let's talk about your van. Okay. Let's talk about your van. Yeah, okay. you've got a storyteller van, yeah, right? A 2020 classic. Okay. Yeah. And what what mods have you done to your van? Have oh, you done some mods? Lord. <laughs> I would say um, so. What's the biggest mod? What's, yeah, a, what's because what's, I'm I've got one in the in, in the in my mind that is like the when the first time I saw pictures of your van, mm-hmm. I was like, what did she do? <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about okay. your interior mods. What what have okay. you done? So I will. Okay, so I'm going to start off with like the most functional mm-hmm. mods that I've done. So the first one off the top of my head is I got the Agile suspension kit, the right. RIP. Oh, yeah. Um, because I remember, so I... Love I, it. Love it. I yeah. picked up the um, uh, van in Tucson, and I drove it back to Austin. And so if anyone has driven or driven from uh, Tucson to El Paso, they know exactly what I'm talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. So... Um, that was really scary, actually. Um, so I would say this is... The Agile suspension was, like, uh, the one that I use 
every day. So just real quick, if you don't mind me asking, I haven't made that trip, and a lot of people probably haven't. Is that scary because of curves, mountains, no, or wind? Wind. Wind. Because ah. it's so yeah. flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I've and driven I think it that's, that's a huge twice. one for yeah. everybody is, is wind. We can all deal with, with, with mountains and, and, and curves, right. but wind is a huge yeah. thing. Wind is a, yeah. So, yeah. so the, stock, the stock classic is the stock Mercedes-Benz yeah. mm-hmm. suspension for mm-hmm. those that don't know. Right. And they're great. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, look, at hands down, it is a great it is. suspension. However, in crosswinds, not so fun. Yeah. No. So, and when you pass semis or like any big rig, it's just right. like, I feel like I'm taking my life. It's in. less yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just call it less fun. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Less fun. Less it's fun. Like, a good way to put is it. Is today yeah. going to be the day? <laughs> right. But um, yeah. So the agile suspension. But I will say that if I did it all over again, I would get the agile spring system. So I have the 40, 57, 5400. I'm drunk. I'm sorry. It's, it's yeah. okay. Not <laughs> so, yet. You're just drinking tequila. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So first of all, I'm half your weight. <laughs> Maybe a third and half of your my height. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyways, yes. Um, I did play center for WSU. No. Yes, you did. But, um, and no, your no. vertical leap is definitely higher than mine. <laughs> yeah. There's there's no way I'm getting thirty or oh. ever. Thirty? Yeah. I'd be lucky to get fifteen. Yeah. yeah. But it, uh, but so. Uh, the agile. So if I could do it all over again, I would do a hybrid system. Mm-hmm. So kind of like like what you guys did. Yeah. So um, uh, and I'm actually debating whether or not to do it to transfer over to a hybrid system, mm-hmm. and because I, even so we went on a wine tour yesterday, right? Yeah. And so Gordy was. Oh, oh that I was love the Gordy. first time that you tried. Oh, that. that's okay. right. Now, yeah. now, I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah and sure. so when he switched it over to the soft side. Mm-hmm. That is equivalent to if I were to air down. Yeah. And so I'm just like, because I, you know, Lorenzo and Catherine, they have Mm the 5.3, I think it is. And so they can just like touch a button and Mm -hmm. boom, right? Yeah. And so I didn't, I understood the concept of it, but I didn't really be able to feel the difference. Mm -hmm. And so um, if I could do it all over again, I would do a hybrid system. I would get the 5400 springs from Agile. And then I would get the 5.3 from uh, Van Compass Mm -hmm. and um, do that. Anyways, but the other uh, uh, mod that I use a lot is, um, so long story short, I had like a makeshift thing where I had a standing desk and I had like uh, from the container store, the Alpha Edition uh, uh, drawers, I had one on each side and in the middle I had a Leveo uh, toilet seat. And, um, which worked out great, <clears throat> but then I got the GSS and CSS system, which is, I f- love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that would be the second mod that I really, really use on a daily basis. Um, we've got that and I would absolutely echo that. Yeah. Right. It's, so it's, you know what I'm talking great. about. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say this sounds really dorky, but so I was in, um, Bed Bath and Beyond, and they had like this cute little wooden box, mm-hmm. right? And I stuck it right here. Mm-hmm. And so, because I sleep on the Groovelands twenty four seven, right? I was going to ask about that. I yeah. just stuck it right here, right. and it has my eye drops because I have dry eyes, mm-hmm. um, and it has my remotes, and it has my chapstick, and it, like whatever, mm-hmm. like I use as soon as I wake up, it's like right there, right there, right? Yeah. So it sounds super no, well, corny, so but I, I think it, what's been interesting for me. 
has been in meeting you and in meeting Paul and in meeting everybody else. Like we can all see the the big stuff, like the the agile and the mm-hmm. bank compass and yeah. the right. boxes, but it's those little tiny things that it's just like, oh wow, that's so simple right. and so cheap, and it solves such a big yes. problem. Right. right. You know, and that's that's you know that that little box. I, I sleep on the lounger. I'm gonna steal that and put it on the other end. Yeah. Because otherwise, I keep fighting with it either being over on the the, the counter right. or it falling behind the lounger. Right. 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 Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'm gonna absolutely steal that yeah. from you and and. And go use it on my van. Yeah. And I would say the other thing that I use on a day-to-day basis is that um, you get it off of Amazon. And it's on this donation uh, website. But it's the Anything Keeper. Mm -hmm. That's a godsend. Because I have my spice rack, like, by the door, and mm-hmm. then right next to it, it's, so like, kimchi's little So you're going to put a picture of the Anything Keeper yeah. up on the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, and then yeah. I have one right behind the air conditioner, and okay. then I have one on the last cabinet back there. I have one right there, because that's where my desk is at. Yeah. And so, like, it's just boom, boom, boom. It's all right there. And it just creates so much more space. Um, okay. How was that? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it, it's okay. I felt stupid for looking around Paul's van going, oh, okay, where yeah. is it? Where is it? Okay, yeah, yeah I don't yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And then realizing, wait, I'm in Paul's van. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so I would say out of all the mods, those are the ones that I use every single day. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, I did the Molly panel system that I got from Freedom Van Gogh, yeah, and then I right. found a company that would make uh, custom Molly, uh, like uh, soft fabric. Mm-hmm. Molly uh, for the rear doors. I and really I use like that. those. Yeah, yeah. Those I, are nice. I use that every yeah, day. Right. Um, I'm trying to think like other stuff that. What What's the mod that you've got that no one would expect? Oh, um. I'm glad you didn't ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a tough question. That's a yeah. good one. Good job, Graham. Um, <laughs> Every once in a while, I actually prepare for what I'm doing. <laughs> it's rare. Um, I would say probably the second monitor. I mm-hmm. blow people away with mm-hmm. that. I would agree. Yeah. Because yeah. I do all the editing for the podcast and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And so having a, that second monitor is, like, crucial. Right. So jealous. Yeah. Too. And yeah. the now, thing is, is that it swings out, right? Right. So, yeah. Like, you've got it on it, an arm. It articulates. Yeah. It's, and it goes down. It's really down. interesting. So you're yeah. going to have to, for folks that don't know, you're going to have to post some pictures of what that mm-hmm. does. Yeah. And and also, for, for those, you know, th- those of you that haven't figured this out yet, you're sleeping on the groove lounge all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah. Your, yeah. Your mattresses are yeah. gone. There's so no I took the entire backside yeah. out. You took the entire bed. The, mm-hmm. the, both sides of the Murphy bed were mm-hmm. gone yeah. or mm-hmm. are gone, right? They are gone. Yeah, yeah they're they in storage. Are gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, and so the mattresses are gone. You're a groove lounge mm-hmm. sleeper, and then you convert that during the day, maybe or maybe yeah. not. Yeah, depending on... No, well, the only time I convert it is, like, if I have to get something out of the shower... The shower pan. Whatever, or yeah. Or take a shower. Or take a shower. Like, today yeah. I took a shower because my threshold was, like, yeah, <laughs> take a shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think was, a lot of us had reached yeah. it today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, other than that, like, I leave it in the... Like the bed format, mm-hmm. like I would say, like ninety percent of the time. It is interesting yeah. because, like, when when I talk to to other people who are like singles in their van, living in their van, that's pretty standard. Because I think like Robert does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's you know, on the groove lounge. Yeah, because yeah, he converted yeah. his back kind of yeah, like mine. Yeah, he did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is. It is kind of like for us. We've got both of us living in the van full time. Right. And so Michelle sleeps back there, and I sleep on the groove lounge. But we still actually leave the groove lounge flat like ninety five percent of the yeah. time. Yeah, and, it, and it just like even Paul, like the way that you set it up, it's just like. Yeah, it's you know. this is my favorite yeah. configuration, yeah. especially when we're 
you know, we're, we're parked for a few days. Uh-huh. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if we're in a group of people, mm-hmm. you know, people come in, they hang out. Um, yeah, like we're like we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So. And it's great. So, um, oh, the other mod that I use that I don't regret at all. So I have the van life shelf. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. that is one, right? Yeah, the, this is, I'm sure that folks can see, this is the yeah. van sillery. Yeah. The van wife is a little yeah. little different. Yeah. But, yeah a but shelf just, up there. Just a shelf. Yeah, any shelf. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then I put um, thermal curtains, and so yeah. I block off the right. cabin 24 mm-hmm. 7. But especially like here in Sedona or even cold temperatures, right. it is a lifesaver. Right. Like, because yeah. not to, knock, <clears throat> excuse me, not to knock anybody else, but I, you know, because I lived in a Travada for a year and a half, like it get it just got super tiring, of, like putting the mm-hmm. panels right, up right. and then taking them down. But and turning the seats, and, yeah, yeah. But I will say it does create a lot more space, which I really do miss. But yeah. the panels, especially in the heat, yeah. Oh yeah, my makes, gosh. Yeah. And yeah. the AC doesn't have to work as hard, mm-hmm. and like it's, right. it just works out, and yeah. it's just me. But I do think, like, if I had someone else in the van with me, I would do, like, this setup that you have yeah. now. But, um, yeah, this is my preferred yeah. configuration. Yeah. When I camp and I park, I mean, yeah. I haven't moved the van since Monday. Yeah. Since I parked Monday. Yeah. What's What are we, Saturday today? Yep. Oh, today yeah, is Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's been sitting in this configuration yeah. for six days. I haven't moved it. Yeah. I run the high idle kit, mm-hmm. you know, to charge batteries. Right. Yeah. yeah. And for so, those of you who don't have one, the high idle kit is game changer. Please do that as soon as you can. Yeah. You yeah. will be blown yep. away. If you by don't have, yeah, if you yeah. don't have it, yeah. if you didn't get the beast, you don't have the high idle kit. Yeah. Yeah. Highly. I recommend. have the high idle kit for well, Lor- God bless Lorenzo. He yeah. installed it for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> saw the video. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, but ever yeah. since then, it's a complete game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is complete game yeah. changer. So to put it into perspective, for 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 those of you who don't have one, so. Like I'm, I flew in. I'm running a a, a stealth um, from a, a guy named Pete. So here first in of all, I just want to say I love you because like when you told me that you're gonna fly out from Florida into Flagstaff and rent. First of all, you found a stealth for rent. Yeah. Uh, and then you're like, yeah, I found a stealth for for mm-hmm. rent. And then you're like, I'm in Sedona or whatever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? And I even texted you. I was like, are you sure about yep. this? Yep. Yeah. I was, it just like ugh, it melts it's, my heart. It's been worth every minute. It's been a it's been a, a great trip. It's been a great van. Um, highly recommend the the guy that I'm I'm running it from. Um, outdoorsy, right? Yeah, we yeah. I went through outdoorsy. Uh, it's it's Pete, who is a new member of of the forum and hopefully a, and a we new donation member. Yeah, so he, yeah, he actually stopped by yeah. the meetup. Yeah, he came by. And, yeah, and we he had talked to uh, you for like forty five minutes, I think. Super great guy. Yeah, yeah we yeah. had. Uh, um, for those of you that don't know, we're at the, you know, again, we're, we're 27, mm-hmm. 26, 27, 28 storyteller vans yeah. here this yeah. weekend. Had a great time. Yeah. You know, so. But and, so and to, to kind of. Super cool guy. Yeah. So to kind of circle back to it, though, um, his his stealth does not have a high idle kit, um, which is which is fine. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was starting to get a little warm. And so I have had to drive back into town just a, a couple times to try and get the battery yeah. charged. Now, up why, so why do you have to drive? So that I could get the AC. So because I'm running the AC, so the battery is is going down. Um, so how come you just can't start it and idle it? Uh, well, I can. <laughs> I know the but... answers to these questions, but you're, so, yes. no, it's, it's yes. fair. So for those of you who who you can start the van and you can sit there and you can keep the pedal down and try and hold it at or above 1500 RPM. And why is that important? 
that's important because that's the way you get the second alternator to kick yeah. in. So it you charges have to have the volta battery. Exactly. Volts. And so the Hyatt kit does what? It does that for, for you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you just push a button. Yeah, you just push a button. Well, you, you have your, a you beast, your... you son of a bitch. Uh, yes, yeah. Yeah. we so, have. We have. We yeah. have a super beast. Yes, thank you. The yeah. beastly um, of beasts. Yeah. So I mean, yes, yeah, so we're we uh, we have gotten there's so much on that thing that honestly it's just like oh wait I can do this, so yeah we on the beast the beast comes with a high idle kit and an auto start installed, so when the battery gets down to a certain level right it just kicks on. Assuming you've remembered to arm the high idle kit, right? Um, yeah. That's a that's an important piece of it. But so actually, for for us, for those of you who, who don't know, you can run the battery all the way down. And there's there's instructions in the manual. If you accidentally do that, you have to follow the instructions explicitly on how to do that. You have to turn the inverter off in a certain way, and then turn it back on, and then charge everything back up by sitting in the parking lot for five to ten minutes before you start taking it anywhere. So if you've ever done that, please make sure to read the manual. It's yeah. important. So the high idle um, kit, you can with your remote, mm -hmm. yeah. you can. There's a, well, a series of walking, mid -city right? Yeah, mid city engineering. Yeah, yeah mid city engineering uh, yeah. makes this, and they, they also it's the same kit that's installed in. The beast, correct? No, it's no, not. It's no. not. It I, is. It no. is the mid city. So after kit. doing a podcast with was, Jack Johnson, I was going to say after yeah. listening to the Volta podcast. So <laughs> long story short, um, and listen to that, and please. you can contest before and after the podcast, like mm -hmm. what's actually you know recorded. You know, I I want to say like the juicy parts almost sometimes or before and after the podcast. Mm -hmm. But um, so I talked to Jack like an hour after the podcast. And we went into stuff like this, and um, even though the consumer doesn't like it in regards to like being able to like get something new and have it retrofitted to the their system, um, they designed it so well. But and I understand the business aspect of it is that you don't want to give that proprietary uh, design that you work so hard for um, away, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and so. When it comes to the beast, they designed it as a system, mm -hmm. and so if you are so trying mid -city to, so engineering was not involved. No, no, no. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh -uh. that's like they, that's that's uh -uh. kind of the, the 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 key is the beast is a system, mm -hmm. and by they're not going to break it up at yeah. all. Huh. Uh -uh. And I, and after talking to Jack, like I honestly don't blame him. Yeah. I, yeah. If I was in his shoes, I would do the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a selling point of buying the beast. Right. I mean, for for us, so. For those of you who don't know, we started with a classic, yeah, and then we moved to a beast. Um, thankfully, we only killed the battery on the classic and not on the beast. But anyway, <laughs> um, but a big selling point of the beast for us was that automatic high idle, mm -hmm. where all we had to do was flip a switch, and it, we can. The nice thing about the beast, and you probably have it yeah. with your your kit too, is it doesn't have to get low if you're just sitting there and you're you you know you're drawing a lot of power and you want to go ahead and turn it on. You can right. Um, but that was a huge selling point. So, yeah, if they're yeah. making that part of the reason to yeah. buy a beast, right. I'm with you. Because, I don't blame them for Yeah, them. well, yeah. Stacy tried to get that relay that would trigger mm -hmm. the Mid-City Idol to come on automatically. Because with the beast... Oh, jeez, the tequila. Um, sorry. <laughs> kicking um, in, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Grant, mm -hmm. but... Or not Grant. Oh, my God, what am I saying, Graham? Um, yep. This is tequila it's, talking. It's okay. I'm Graham. Uh, sorry. Grant, but anyways, it starts with um, a G, I'll reply. But... If it hits like twenty percent, mm -hmm. it'll automatically kick on, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, so again, this is it for for the beast owners out there. This is a key piece. You have to have it armed. Mm. If it's not armed and it, it 
if it's not armed, right. it will continue to okay. draw down. Okay. Right. And it will. So we actually did have it kill everything because we didn't have it armed mm. and we didn't realize that we'd flip the switch. We hadn't flipped the switch on the, the power, so we didn't actually have power coming on. Okay. So it is actually, you have, for it to work, you have to flip the switch. Okay. Now, sidebar, one of the secret ways that we discovered we can accidentally cause it to turn on is we installed LED aftermarket lamps. Not, not the whole head unit, just the bulbs. The bulbs, for some reason, if you run them in just uh, daylight mode, you can edit this out if it's too much. Anyway, no, it's okay. Um, if you just run it in daylight mode, after a couple minutes and it's parked, it triggers high idle. Oh, really? Because really? yeah, it's it's something about the way that the the the, the system is reading that draw that mm. it thinks the battery has gone down and it triggers high idle. We discovered that when we were putting them in. Uh, we were Jack, at, don't listen to this. Yeah, yeah. please please don't. Um, <laughs> we were at the shop in Seattle, shout out to the shop, and we were putting it in. And so I start the van to, to go, all right, the lights are on. And all of a sudden, vroom, I'm like, whoa, really? wow. whoa. What okay. happened? Right, yeah. right. So turn off the lights, goes away. Well, actually, it didn't go away. I take that back. I had to turn the vehicle off turn the lights so that we it's always on so the daylights aren't triggered yeah and then that's how you get around it so it's oh. a weird little thing okay. about the beast mm. um so for those of you who have a beast please make sure that you understand that system because if you don't you'll either run the battery down or you'll accidentally trigger yeah. it no yeah i saw somebody put something up recently that was if you pop the high beams on mm -hmm. um it will it will activate the high idle i have oh. not had that occur so if it's armed and you pull the high beams on, hmm. that it'll activate I, the high idle, which is kind of tied in it to, to what be, you were talking about. I, be, I don't know yeah. how that works. I, I'm well, super happy with the, yeah. you know, like I said, I've got the mid-city, I've got the high idle kit, so, and I, yeah. you know, I can I can start it from my phone mm -hmm. anywhere in the world. I've got mm -hmm. the drone module installed, That's which is game changer. I don't have I can, for the beast. I can tell the temperature mm -hmm. inside of the vehicle with mm -hmm. the drone module. Mm -hmm. um, I can start the air conditioner remotely mm -hmm. with... Uh, oh, you can? I changed the thermostat on mine. <laughs> oh, that's It's right. another yeah. mod, yes. Yeah. So um, I can I can check. I'm gonna have to we, make we, a, a exclusive like. We, yeah, extra we need to go through that. Yes, <laughs> we, we, yeah. we have to be careful when we're talking with Paul because yeah. we never know what mod he's what gonna mod, bring yeah. up. Yeah, I try. I've actually it. stopped posting about them for about a month now. Maybe maybe more. <laughs> what? Yes. Just don't do that. So well, yeah, we know what that means. It was in another month. He's gonna post them all, and we're all just no 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 no. I'm I'm. You know what? There's there's some people. And thank you. There are other people that are on the group that are really doing a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're really, you know, and I'm yeah. like, this is great. I'm yeah. excited. There's other people that are almost like taking over yeah. and doing some, some really cool stuff. And, mm -hmm. and so I'm, I'm, I'm purposely kind of mm -hmm. taking a step back and letting some other people, you know, Get really. The yeah, no, it's not a lime. It's not about the limelight. It's, it's not limelight. It's yeah. really, it's really about, um. Letting them talk. Yeah. It's really about letting them talk and letting yeah. them share their you know, their experience and, and letting them, you know, uh, get involved more in the yeah. community. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, yeah. and I like that because mm -hmm. that just means there's more of us yeah. in exactly. the community. Yeah, yeah. You know, You're it doesn't right. need You're to right. be, yeah. Yeah. you know, I, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm good. Yeah. Really. I, I want other people to, to get more involved. Yeah. So, um, so kind of throwing something back at, at young law that let's, based, let's take based a quick that. edit. Let's take a quick edit. Okay. Time break. That was Bridget calling. Oh, okay. It is, yeah, it's quarter after seven. It is a quarter after seven. Okay. Um, do you mind if I call her no, real no, no. quick? No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Do what you got to do. 
So let's let's do that. Yeah, she's like, oh, the tequila. T- you should tell her we Hold already on, we're, started. We're gonna put her. We're tasting. gonna put her on speaker. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord. Uh, hey, you're on speaker. What's up? You got yeah, Graham and Youngwa. Yes, and myself. And you're on the podcast. You're now. on the podcast right now. We'll probably we, we might we might you edit this. You don't know. Yeah, we're halfway through about a bottle of tequila already. <laughs> Thanks, Wendell. Yeah. <laughs> Because I have the most stuff so okay. to carry, so I figured I get to call her. It is. Can you bring your table, though? Would that be okay? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, did you connect with Brant before he got here about the ice thing? I did, yeah. but he said he already passed uh, the last stop for ice. Yeah. So he should be back now. He is. Yeah. He was flying his drone because he was. Yeah. Was that him? I heard uh-huh. him flying his drone drone over the top of the van a few minutes ago. I don't know. I uh, hope it didn't pick up on the audio on the podcast. But uh, if it did, whatever. I'm just, I'm just setting up a little snacky board for people. But... Oh. She's setting up a little. Yeah. Hey, do you need cheese, meat, anything like that? Are you good? Wow, but we're gonna edit that part out. No, we're, we're not. Definitely, no, we're not. We're, we're definitely gonna edit that part out, Bridget. That's no, we're Bridget not. O'Hare. Yes, we're gonna give you. She lives in. Yeah, lives in Scottsdale. Yes. You no, know, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're talking with people that have already gone through a half bottle of tequila. Yeah. So we're yeah, we're ahead of you. I know, I know, I know. Well, Wendell's stuff is good stuff. Yeah. Hey, Wendell's stuff is not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Well, I'll tell you in the morning how good Wendell's stuff is. <laughs> I picked up extra headache medicine. I was a little concerned. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, hey, I just I just wanted to... Shot glasses, glasses, and if you want a chair, bring a chair. I have a shot glass. I'll have to wash it. But other than that, we're, we're good. <laughs> you don't need to wash it. What are you talking about? I'm teasing. Yeah. It's got to... Yeah, it does. That's, that's what I've been telling myself for days now. Yeah, so. All right, all right. We'll, 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 we're going to wrap up, and we'll be we'll be there in a little bit, okay? Yeah. All right, thanks, Bridget. Okay, bye. Oh, okay. So, so just in, so. No, I, she for, wasn't talking to me. She yeah, was talking to somebody else. So just else. in case we do leave this in. Yeah, we're not going to leave this for, in. For those of you. She's I gonna, am. I am. But for, like, for those of you, I like meat. For, what was that? Yeah. Sorry, Bridget. You can't. Yo, Bridget, I love this you. This part you'll edit out. This mm-hmm. part you'll edit I out. We're, Bridget, we're, we love you. We're 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 not. It's we are a big community. We've we're having all gotten, fun. We, yeah. we have had fun at this meetup. We've had fun at the Moab meetup. <laughs> um, everybody shows up and just has a ball. Yeah. And so, if you get a chance to make it to a meetup, please come. Please just come to enjoy yourself. It's it's. It's a lot about seeing the vans, but it's it's really about the community. So I'm going to tie this in so that Young Wall actually can't edit it out. Yeah, I, you yeah. son of a... I know. <laughs> I the planned deal. this. I wouldn't have laughed. I wouldn't have said anything if I didn't make eye contact with Young Because uh-huh. I looked at them all. Can we laugh about like, that? <laughs> she's like, she looks at me like, oh, shit, did she just say it? And I'm like, I got tequila in me. It's coming uh-huh. out. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. So, Young Wall, you helped create... Let me let me rephrase. Um, Stone Nation as a as a as a group um, is has come together in large part because of 
all the amazing work that you and the team behind you have done to put together the podcast. Those of you who haven't seen the website, um, it is fantastic as well. So what is your... Um, What's your vision for Stonation? Yeah, what's your what's your like yeah. two year plan for Stonation? Yeah. Where where do you oh. want this to go? Oh, yeah, I, I went there. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, we should have asked Thanks, that before. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> um, so those like so it's kind of hard with a podcast because you don't know when someone's going to pick it up. Right. Pick it up. God, the fuck the tequila. <laughs> Anyways, um, pick it up. So if this is like the first time anyone has listened to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that, uh, the entire, so if you listen to the trailer when I first put it out, like mm-hmm. that is honestly the mission statement of Stonation. Okay. Um, but, um, as far, so what I really love doing is not only giving back to the community, but because I have the website, mm-hmm. um, and all that, like, I really like talking to the vendors, being able to help the community out in a monetary way. Right, with discounts and coupon codes and blah, blah, blah. But um, I feel like... I feel... I really want to... F- the number one goal of Stonation is mm-hmm. to bring the community, community together. Right? And so... I've In any avenue that I can approach it at, mm-hmm. I'm going to do. So, like... With vendors, with people, with, like, outsiders. Because even, like, here at, at Sedona, we have non-stow-lifers. Mm-hmm. Or not stow-lifers, yeah, but yeah, yeah. stow yeah, people. Yeah. Um, Non-storyteller people. We've yeah. got, I think, uh, about seven, five, five to seven RVs mm-hmm. that are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, and, you know, I personally welcome, and I, and I, and I know the majority of the people uh, welcome. Yeah, them as I opened well. it up. I didn't. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, yeah. Th- yeah. I, I, I specifically put this out there. Yeah. Hey, you know, and, and in fact, we had a guy come yesterday that heard yeah. about it mm-hmm. and wanted to just see yeah. see I, the product. He hadn't he hadn't yeah. been able to see yeah. one. I've, I've got a friend in, in Austin that I had um, kind of done the same thing of, hey, if, if you're. I know it's a long drive, but if you're interested, you know, come come on out to get a right. chance to see a bunch of them in one place. Right. Yeah. Well, I think um, Jimmy, I was talking to him earlier, and he actually articulated it really well because if you're a part of the stor- storyteller community, you go through, like, these processes of uh, filtration. And so once you reach the end of it and you're yeah. part of the Stowe community, like – you're already part of the family. So, I mean, to go back to answer your question, like, I don't know where I'm going to be in two years. Um, because of the growth that I've had in just the last two months, right. two and a half months, is has been ridiculous. So as long as I can keep to my sole intent of creating Stonation, uh, you know, I don't think that will ever guide me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's literally my grounding rod. Um so I don't know where I'm going to be at in two years, to be honest. Um, but it's a fair, it's a fair answer. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. it's a big, you know, it's it's, it's a it's a big yeah. thought. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's it's a it's a wig. It's a wildly important goal. Yeah. Yes. But you know, I feel like, you know, I probably said this ten times because I'm drunk. But anyways, as long as I stick to the fundamentals, that's all that really matters to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and you know, it's really just to strengthen the community. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good answer. What do you think? The the last question that she asked everybody else that we all have to think about is it time for that? <laughs> oh yeah, let's 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 go there. Fair enough. <laughs> 
What's the question that we're going to ask you? Uh, what does it mean to you to be part of the Stone Nation? That's right. There what does go. it mean to you to be the yes part of the Stone Nation? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I knew you, this was going to be it, and I thought for like at least a hard week about this, and um. <laughs> I see it coming. Um, so this is on a personal note. So when I decided to retire early, um, I was a little lost. I'm not going to lie. Um, because, you know, when you work for, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years in one industry and you perfect your craft and then all of a sudden it just ends, it's like, oh, shit. Now what? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and so I I hit that slump. Um, and so, um, long story short, my one of my bestie girlfriends and I, we she applied to law school and I applied to astrophysics school. Or uh, astrophysics... Tequila. Anyways, astrophysics program. Mm-hmm. And um, we both got accepted. But now that Stonation is on a roll, um, I don't know if I'm going to accept it but the point is is that when I retired early I hit like an existential crisis basically and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life and I was like and like we we, we talked about earlier it's like how can I give back to the community Mm -hmm. um and so I had podcast skills obviously Mm -hmm. and so I was like well I'm just going to start a podcast um but the thing that I've learned after talking to God knows how many people is that um, you guys have really become family to to and I feel like that's an understatement right and mm-hmm. so to answer the question is like what is a stone com- oh hey Max don't oh <laughs> yeah, he's good uh, what is a being being a part of the stone community mean to you it means everything you know, it's like, I can't, (sighs) sorry, um, I can't, like, I can't think of a better community to be a part of, I can't think of a better community to give back to, um, and it's been a blessing, which is why I still do it, right, um, and, uh, I had, it's so ridiculous because I had like this entire speech that I was going to do and I was like, I promised myself I wouldn't cry and blah, 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 blah. But like... And then Paul pulled out the box of Kleenex, <laughs> yes. But, um, I mean, I'm... I will never be able to articulate the way that I'm feeling right now, but yeah. the community is so different and it starts from like Jeffrey to... Andrew to like Captain Morgan to everyone, you know, in corporate down. And it's just like, and you know, well, so I did a podcast with, um, Joe and Kate, right. Mm -hmm. The Russos. And, um, uh, you know, I had mentioned like I, in the beginning I felt lonely and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And he, Joe was like, Hey, like I, we felt the same way basically, but we built our community and, that's the thing is that it's a community right as much as like and it's family really community mm-hmm. really means family and so 
it just warms my heart to know that I'm helping other people. And so, uh, it motiv it just motivates me more. Right. And, uh, so being a part of this community, I feel extremely Tequila. Yeah. I, I tequila. feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be the warm-up song. Right? <laughs> um, I just feel so blessed that I'm a part of it, and I can play a role, regardless of how minor or major, it doesn't matter, as long as I can play a role in it and help someone. And even if it's not a part like of the podcast or like whatever I do, like if you, you or anybody else like texts me or calls me and says, "Hey, I need help," I will be there for them. Right. And so, that's the thing with community, right? right. It's like yeah. mm -hmm. if you take it as a cinnamon. Oh God. Cinnamon. Cin yep. Cinnamon. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Cin cinnamon. Uh, I, I feel embarrassed yes. right now, but anyways, thank you, Ram. But yeah. anyways, uh, it really community e equals a, a family. <sighs> I thought this. I don't know if I'm going to ask this question anymore. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be honest. I, I think um, for one, uh, uh, at, at least on behalf of myself and my wife and the dog and the van and, you know, as many people as, as I can to, to echo it, thank you for helping to create the community. Right. I, I think it's it's been huge. It was a big decision factor for us to know that there was a community when we, when we joined the community. Um, but... Uh, to, to your last thing, keep asking the question because I think it's one of the most interesting parts of every of every interview you've done is asking that question and right. finding out all the different answers. Yeah. Absolutely. I, so, I completely agree. Don't stop asking that question. Please don't. And, and, okay. and you know what? Here's the thing. You know, sense of community, you're talking about mm -hmm. that, right? Um, you know, I, in all honesty, I'm, I've never really been all that active in Facebook. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, you can see that just by looking at my my personal page um you know but the you know i am active in other clubs car clubs groups um you know i've got other vehicles that i belong to other car clubs and i'm active in those groups um but seeing the sense of community um you know on on the facebook page and through stonation and uh you know did influence my buying decision mm -hmm. uh, away from and towards mm -hmm. storyteller away Absolutely. from others and towards storyteller. I would echo that a hundred percent. You know, and that, that people, I think companies underestimate the power of social media, mm -hmm. you know, and they underestimate the, the influence in buying decisions mm -hmm. that it creates. Um, you know, and for those companies that are, are, are less concerned about quality, and more concerned, you know, about, uh, you know, the money that they're making, um, people are, are recognizing this and they're making their buying decisions around mm -hmm. it. So, you know, and, and you're a part of that. You're a huge part of that. Yeah. You, you know, you, you, that is, you know, there, it's bigger than just the sense of community. Yeah. There's, there's buying decisions that are being made about your influence within the community. So mm -hmm. I thank you as well. And, and yeah. I know Meredith feels the same way. She, you know, you guys are our kindred spirits. You know that. So, yeah. 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 So, I love Meredith. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's pretty great. Yeah. So, um, I think there's a number of bottles of alcohol with our names on them. There are. We need to wrap up. <laughs> yeah. We, we should probably I, uh, keep going. I'm we've had, so, we've had, we've had a couple of knocks. We've had a couple of knocks. We've had a couple of knocks. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, thank you for letting Paul and I, yeah. 
have the conversation with you. Yeah. Well, um, I can't think of any two better people to be able oh. to do this. So. <laughs> now you're gonna make no, me cry. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You. You can't be. You can't be saying that. Yeah. So. No, I'm serious. Like. Yeah. Uh, even though, so it's so funny because like we first digitally met on the podcast because you were right. number one, and uh, you know I knew. I had something Number special one. with you, yes. you know, and, you know, and even like when you agreed to do the Q and a out in Moab and yeah. stuff, I was just, and even the thing is like, you see what you see on camera, but like you don't see what's not on camera. Mm -hmm. right? right. And so it's like, I knew you and Michelle were like s super special. Like I'm trying not to cry right now, but like, and you and Paul and Meredith or mm -hmm. Paul and Mer yes. Tequila. You know, what <laughs> you know what I'm trying to talk about? Yes. You and Meredith and like, and it goes with everyone in the community. Yeah. Everyone right, is right. so special. They are. They are. And it's just, <sighs> you know, we, yeah. we, we feel the same way yeah. you do. And I think yeah. that's what makes part of this community. Mm -hmm. um, what it is and you can edit this part out if you want to but um, I think that we are as humans attracted to others that want to give back to the community mm -hmm. and want nothing in return yeah I, I honestly I mean this Sedona meetup how many vendors showed up one yeah, but I would, he didn't. He didn't. I, I yeah, barely it even was, count him as a vendor. I, yeah, he was only acting he was, as a vendor if someone went over and asked him, asked him something. Otherwise, we, this was really fun. about. And again, I invited. There were pr people I invited, but only just to come and hang out. Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't. You know, this is about for me the sense of community. Mm -hmm. You know, the sense of of overlanding. You know, for me, and you guys know this, overlanding to me is is a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. The outdoors are oh, a yeah. big part of my big mm -hmm. part of my life. This is a this is a vehicle, you know, and it's like I've I've said I'm just a tool, mm -hmm. you know. I so these I'm gonna steal that line by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and we're attracted to yeah, exactly. So and, and what I'm saying is, you know, and you know what I'm trying to trying to get back to is we're attracted to we're drawn to those other like-minded mm -hmm. individuals, mm -hmm. and you know, and it was it was fun to see you know, uh, 27 families out here in Sedona this weekend yeah. that were like-minded individuals mm -hmm. that are all here that, you know, that, that are all part of that community and they feel part of that community mm -hmm. and they want to give back. They weren't just about, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know that there was anybody here just about themselves. No, there, there wasn't. And that's, they, you know, they're, that, Hey, do you need ice? Yeah. What can I, can I make you dinner? You know, that's, do, that's do, been the, do you the have amazing, enough of this? Yeah. That's been the amazing piece about being part of, of this community. Right. Is that I've never been in a group of such different people. Like we all come from such different backgrounds, right? right? Such different parts of our lives. Yeah. But the moment you walk up to a van and you say, hi, I'm so-and-so, and you ask a question, the doors pop open, they jump up, everybody jumps up. And it's just like, right. yeah, what, what do you need to know? What, what have I yeah, got How can I help on? you? Yeah. Yeah. It's so amazing. Right. Um, you know, we didn't have it here, just, I think, just because of timing and the way it worked out. But you, you had already left. But uh, Moab, that's, I think it was, was that Friday or Saturday morning? We did a, an open house of mm -hmm. all the vans. Oh, that was like yeah, three yeah, yeah. to four hours of everybody wandering around in the heat, just yeah. looking at the vans and just talking. And it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, you just don't see that in other communities. And just the, the openness well, and that, that willingness to just talk about what's yeah. going on. I would say in retrospect that one of the special traits of 
stonation is that it transcends what's going on in the current world. Absolutely. Right. So there hasn't yeah, been one true. time yeah. where I talked to you or anyone else about politics, about mm-hmm. COVID, about whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, it literally just transcends everything, yep. you yeah. know? I, so I have had a, a couple of those conversations, but what's been great is it's all been a conversation. Mm. Nobody is here to argue about anything. We're all here to talk vans. Yeah. We're here mm-hmm. to talk outdoors. We're here to talk where can we camp? What can we do? All this other stuff. If those other conversations come up, they just remain conversations. Yeah, That's been what's fantastic. The only colors that have been represented here are, are yellow, orange, and red. Agreed. Yeah. Which are the stripes on, on the storytellers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's yeah. been, uh, you know, it's again, it's, you know, there's, there's no Unless you're in red. a stealth and it's gray. Uh, this is this is true. Yes, yeah. sorry, but same same difference. Yeah, fair it's point. The, fair the, point. The, the, the fair point. Storyteller colors. You know, it's it's yeah. really been about. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. It's been about sense of community. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. We should probably yeah. wrap up though. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate thank you. it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I couldn't think of anyone else better to interview me. So. Well, yeah, thank you. It, it was entirely worth the airplane flight, the rental car, the rental van. <laughs> it was, yeah. Flight. I still feel so bad about Don't. that, but anyways. It was, <laughs> it, it was entirely worth it, so uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. And, and what's, the, what's, the, what's the closing hook? There's nothing. To nothing. Be well, isn't it, isn't it something about we'll see you on the road? Yeah, but I do that in post-production, so. Oh, hold on. Uh, we'll, we'll see, see you, you on, on the road. road. It's actually, I can't wait to share the road with you. <laughs> oh, okay. Fine, well, we, well, we made our own. We fucked that one up. All right, let's do that again. Okay, all right. Ready? Three, two, one. We we'll can't s- wait to share the road with you. Can't wait to share again? the road with you. Yeah, I, I did it, didn't I? All right, tequila. Yeah, all right, we're done. We're you done. get the point, you get the point. I'm cutting now. I'm cutting and pouring now. I'm done. Stone Nation is a production of Park Media. The executive producer is Young Wa Kim. The audio engineer is Stephen Grasso. The marketing director is Guillaume Golson. The original music and artists is done by Jason Walsmith. The sound designer is Lorenzo Interiano. And the webmaster is Punxu. Without any of these people, this podcast couldn't happen. So a big, huge thank you. And a big, huge thank you to you, the listener. If you like this episode, please don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review. This is Young Wall with Stone Nation, and I can't wait to share the road with you.